host, Randy Garcia, and today, guys, I'm giving you a little bit um, out-of-topic kind of topic. Um, so this past weekend, I went out with a couple friends, and we did not do anything related to racing or FF cars, but part of uh, the whole plan with the EG race car is that at a certain point, and I'm sure... Um, Bill from Garage Heroes would, is very ecstatic about this. I will not be driving the car to the racetrack. And the hope is that I'll be towing. And that's kind of the whole reason why I bought the Lexus GX470. Was because I wanted to tow the car to the track and not necessarily drive it. Especially once it gets a little bit less road legal than it currently is. Maybe make a little bit more power by taking the cat out. I don't know how much it power it would make, but um, it's definitely something that um, would be uh, kind of interesting to run. Um, so yeah. So this weekend, uh, my buddies and I, we went to uh, Red Rock, which is just outside of Mojave. And it's like a dirt road off of the 14, so it's about... What is it like about, um, like 10, no, like 15, 20 minutes from Mojave. And it is beautiful. It's the first time that I've ever driven a car, like, like a proper four by four, uh, vehicle that functioned properly. <laughs> it's, I've been to Mexico and driven like a four wheel drive, a uh, Jeep Cherokee, but it was just junky. <laughs> it wasn't a good, it just wasn't a good setup. So this time I went out there and the GX, you know, it is essentially the Toyota Prado worldwide. And then here we get a lot of little up, little upgrades and makes it a Lexus. So how did, how was the trail? How was the setup versus, um, you know, how, how pedestrian the vehicle really is because essentially outside of uh what is it what hmm? no it's pretty much all stock the only thing that i've done to it is pretty much put just led low beams and um trying to think what else no i, th I think that's pretty much it <laughs> so yeah and uh oh yeah highway tires some um uh, Toyo, uh, open country. So they're like all season tires and, you know, just your regular highway tire, nothing like knobby for off-roading, but it's a GX man. It's, uh, it can handle it. It's got really good pedigree. And after this weekend, I can sincerely say that I really love that SUV. It just handled so well. And my buddy Calvin and, Ziggler and Josh and uh, Bruno, we all went out um, on the last day and went four-wheeling, and it, it was like, man, they were trying to get me stuck. <laughs> and I did, but no, nah, man, that, that that thing was just just chugging along, man. It, it, just, it just did it. It did it all. It was like a dirt road. You mainly saw nothing but, like, side-by-sides there. And then, like, at one point we saw, 
like a motorcade of a bunch of jeeps and a bunch of other um off-road like uber built stuff and then i'm sitting there with the ac going and my little bluetooth cassette listening to my uh crappy podcast <laughs> and just being like man this is tight <laughs> just like going through that like sandy roads and bumpy roads and just like sliding this gx around in the in the sand and going like man this thing is just handling everything well and i never even really uh put it in four low um the entire time because it's full-time all-wheel drive um it wasn't until the like sunday that we went and actually tried to mess around with stuff <sighs> so uh we left friday night around 10 o'clock ish and then drove out there and i'll be honest i i messed up i left my red bull in the back and like once we were getting to mojave i was like fuck i want to go to sleep i'm falling asleep and just like oh you know you know where you're doing that like headbanger stuff trying to stay awake but yeah luckily we got to mojave and i was able to get my red bull And, uh, yeah, just, um, was able to, like, get my second win and make it out to, um, the actual, like, campsite. And the campsite was actually pretty dope, man. So it's not, like, a proper <laughs> campsite where it's, like, marked out and, like, there's, like, areas or whatever. No, it was, like, the, like next to this kind of cliff and giant rock wall. And I think our buddy Ziggler, who's more familiar with the area, he um, he was the one that picked it out. And of course, like almost midnight is when we got there. And we're like, where is this place? Because it's like really tight um, dirt roads. Luckily, we were able to find him after being lost for a little bit um, by him showing flashing his led um light light strip that he had out there and we got there we hung out for a little bit and i just passed out so in terms of mods that i want to do to the <laughs> gx in terms of like being able to camp and uh stay overland wise um i kind of want to copy kelvin's uh brother setup where what he did was he put some of those like generic black with uh yellow top uh bins on the back and use that to support um like a piece of plywood and had like a foam top that he cut with one of those like powered uh, electric um uh, cutters or turkey cutters or whatever and he caught like a foam top a memory foam top and dude that thing was like super legit because he made it all the way from the back of the front seats all the way to the like tailgate and it was like a queen size mattress in there and i was like damn that would have been better because i ended up sleeping in the back seat <laughs> and not the, not the third row seat but the second row seat but like i'm six feet tall so like my legs couldn't really stretch out so my knees were hurting that kind of sucked and it was like 
in the high teens, low 20s out there. So at night it got super cold, like really cold. And to the point where like my nose felt frozen because anything that wasn't covered by the blanket was just like freezing cold. So to protect me from that, I had a sleeping bag, just like your generic <laughs> sleeping bag. Ooh. Sorry, guys. A generic sleeping bag and then two blankets <laughs> on top. But I also had two pillows, so I guess that helped. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's how I slept uh, Saturday and Friday night. That was just uh, rough. So next time, for sure, I'm going to get a piece of plywood, cut it up, probably make it so that it folds... Um, two thirds and that way I can like put it up on the garage wall or something so that it doesn't like mess around and I was looking at um one of the things that Calvin's brother Mikey had on his uh Mitsubishi Montero and he used PVC pipes on the side to kind of make it a, a stand like where the where the um plywood would um kind of hang a little bit past the seats so that gave it like a bit more rigidity and dude that that thing looked dope that and he also like recommended using uh like the sunshades on the sides of the windows which obviously is not like a new thing but it has a layer of insulation so when it's really cold um you don't have like if you've ever been outside or driving a vehicle when it's really cold you can touch the glass and like the glass I don't know what it does but it just like transfers that uh cold really well in and yeah man like oh, sleeping was so rough like I woke up a couple times and my nose was frozen and uh it was just like I couldn't get comfortable because um I'm trying to do the fetal position and sleeping away from the uh, backrest into the backrest and the whole time I really want to stretch my legs out and as soon as I like would stretch them up it was <sighs> damn sorry guys <laughs> it was just like it was just hard because um, my feet were just like frozen they were so cold I had a another blanket over them and I was just like freezing the whole night <laughs> so yeah definitely um having a setup that would be a little bit better than that and some um what is it some some sunshades on the side to keep the cold from coming in definitely definitely gonna be um kind of a must for the uh GX but aside from that, I really don't have any complaints about the GX. It did really well. Um, the drive over there, I think I only wasted a quarter of a tank, which is pretty good considering it's a 20-gallon tank or something like that. And, dude, out in the dirt, like, it never skipped a beat. Like, I would feel it slip a little bit, and pff, that all-wheel driveness just kept it going. So... Saturday morning work, uh, we wake up and we get ready because we're going to be hitting a couple spots. Uh, 
So the first spot we're aiming for is the Talcon Mines in in Mojave, and that place is really like a trip because you just see these giant holes into these uh, like crevices that are just like white talcum powder. So it's it's kind of a trip because it's just really powdery floors, and you're looking around there, and it's. Um, it's just kind of wild to see that that's like talcum powder gets like actually excavated, like excavated and drilled out. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a trip because um, as we were walking there, I'm like, hey man, doesn't like Johnson and Johnson have like a class action lawsuit against this stuff? Like, isn't everybody like, like, saying that this stuff causes cancer that we're like willy-nilly walking around and kicking up all this dust on this raw form <laughs> so yeah we we tried not to stay there for too long <laughs> but uh yeah that that was that was still like pretty cool to see like like i don't know it's just it's just a trip to see that those things were being mined i thought it was like a chemical thing that they made Man, oh, I swear I wasn't yawning as much um, before I started recording, but um, yeah, man, like, sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, we go there and then we drive out to Bickle Camp, I think it's called. Let me double check. But yeah, I think it's Bickle Camp. It's like this old guy moved to the desert, like, kind of stereotypical guy who probably didn't like getting along with other people and oh sorry about that and um yeah it it, it was a weird trip because it's just like in the middle of nowhere all of a sudden it's like this like campsite and it at this campsite you're just like seeing all this like crazy old stuff that he has there so it's like we we were able to see like all these old um like tractor stuff like just really old stuff there i think there was also um like this old um what was it like a damn and i just was thinking of the name um it's one of those like um model a looking cars but like the turn of the century ones so like the ones that probably like al capone was driving and god damn it can't see sorry about that i'm trying to look up um my pictures of the location and for some reason it's my phone is really struggling which is kind of really annoying. Sorry. Huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's called the Bickle um, my, uh, Campground. I will double check. But my phone is being super dumb right now. I don't know. Yeah. Dang it. Riveting podcast. 
Historic Bickle Camp. 1930. Yeah, Bickle Camp. So yeah, this guy just um, was a World War II vet. I think he helped design the 50 caliber uh, machine gun, which is kind of kind of really cool. And then the general like drove down and met him there. And there's like this old uh, Datsun uh, 2000 uh, pickup truck that has a badge on there that says 60 horsepower. So it's like wow, like I've never seen one of those. Uh, Dotsons ever and yeah it was like wild because it had like UCLA parking tags from the 60s on there <laughs> on the bumpers and that's just kind of like wild to see um, then they also had uh, International Scout but again these things are like just beat to crap like they're none of them run it's just full of rat droppings inside so if, even if you wanted them you would have to do a full restoration on it and i'm sure like half of the parts you can't find so yeah jeez hey. yeah it might not be a long podcast guys sorry um and again, sorry for uh, this podcast coming out so late. Um, yeah, I'm not sure when it's going to pop up, but um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm burnt out from this weekend. So literally, because it was it was super cold, but also like kind of like really intense with the sun, because you are just like completely exposed. So like, I, I think I have like sunburn on my lips. <laughs> So, yeah, it just feels like I'm constantly chapped. Ugh. Kind of shitty. But, yeah. It was still a lot of fun. And looking at that Bickle um, uh, camp, it was just kind of crazy to see, like, this guy just brought all this random stuff and just, like, lived out there. And for some reason, he had, like, his whole face shaved but just like around his jawline he left the beard grow so it just looked really funny um but yeah interesting guy he had a bunch of uh stuff he had in there and he mined for gold like gold over there yeah just weird eccentric kind of people in the middle of nowhere and i mean it was in the middle of nowhere now when there's highways and more construction. So I can just imagine how much in the middle of nowhere it was back in the day. So. What was it in? Yeah, so like back when this guy was alive. Because I think he died like in the 90s or 80s. I want to say 90s. And yeah, it's it's kind of a wild um, setup just like living in the middle of nowhere like that it's just weird so we then went to this one other spot um it's this tunnel so this guy built a tunnel through a mountain and i think what was it it took him 38 years to build this tunnel because he did it with like uh what was it a pickaxe and like a sledgehammer like a three like a three pound sledgehammer and 
when you get there, you go through this like tunnel and it's like half a mile long, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you think about like how long this guy freaking did it and he did it all by hand, and we're like walking through and you know, you're trying not to hit your head as you're walking through this whole thing and then when you exit out, um, there's this um, really, like, it leads to, like, nowhere. <laughs> and, like, from there, you can look down and uh, you can actually see Honda Proving Grounds. So, like, the Honda of Southern California, like, another, like, giant ring that they have for testing cars and... Like, there's a half-road course inside, so that was pretty cool. You could see, like, from the mountain down, and it looked like it was quite a ways away. So, definitely not something we could have walked to, but, dude, it, it, it was pretty dope to see what this one person did with probably not much of anything. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it was um, it was weird. It was um, kind of wild. I'll, I'll be honest, it felt a little claustrophobic in, inside in the middle because uh, you couldn't see the ends because it, it seemed like he went straight, then made a left cavern, and then a dead ended. He kept going straight and then made another left uh, cavern or left tunnel, and then that dead ended, and then it, it's just like a giant L, and you go straight and the right, and you end up like with a visual of like the Honda Proving Grounds, which is kind of like random. So yeah, that was uh, pretty, pretty interesting. So we made our way back and already like my buddy Calvin in his GX, which is like slightly lifted. Um, he has like more knobbier tires and whatnot. Um, but aside from that, it's pretty much a stock GX. Um, he started going up, like, some really aggressive hills, and I was like, nah, man. <laughs> I know that if I wrecked the freaking GX, Caroline would not let me live that down. So, yeah, I was just like, nope, not going through some of those crazy-looking uh, sharp hills and whatnot. And we we were going through these uh, roads and I realized when we were driving through that we were the only looking like stock looking SUVs out there. Everything else was just like side by sides, dirt bikes and freaking um, like just overly built uh, Jeep, Jeep Wranglers and Cherokees. And they all look kind of miserable because <laughs> some of them, um, like with the Jeeps, they they didn't look like they had air conditioning. <laughs> I know that's like something like what? Who cares? You're out there having fun in the dirt, and I'm like, nah, man, that 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 was fun. Like, I just you know turned the AC on full blast and was straight chilling, like super comfortable. And we got back, got some like pallets from that uh abandoned talc mine and uh proceeded to have our bonfire for the last night which was the saturday night and then uh sunday we went out to some of these trails and some of these trails i was just like man 
I, I think the guys were like really convinced on me like going through some really aggressive stuff and it and it took like them spotting me so that I could go down and try not to hit the center differential or scrape the stock um the stock uh like what are they the side steps or whatever and you know minimal rubbing and I was able to like lift the car cuz it still had the airbags on it and I think I don't think I ever want to get rid of those airbags, man. It's it's just so nice. Like I really don't want to get rid of the airbags because it just levels up and you can get it all high and really perfect for um, going up really steep stuff. And we got it to the point where it couldn't climb this certain area pretty high. Like it just. It was, it was um, just loose rocks and very powdery dirt. And, like, uh, the, the thing was just not able to handle that. And I'm sure if they had, like, someone who was more experienced, they could have gotten further up. But, again, I didn't even air down for this. So the, the freaking GX was still, like, at 35 PSI <laughs> or whatever the factory spec is on it. And yeah, so I was just driving around with that and I'm like, nah, man, this is, this is fun. Like I was just excited to see like how much it was able to do. And there were certain spots where I was just like, bro, like what the hell do you guys have me doing? And I did get worried a couple spots where like I'm holding this giant SUV cause it's still a heavy SUV and then like sliding it down these like little drop-offs and I have to make like quick rights and quick lefts um so that I don't end up going or sliding off this very rocky hill and I'm like oh man like if it goes wrong here it goes wrong really far and I don't know about you but this triple A ain't gonna pick my ass up <laughs> oh man but you know what? It, it was a blast. It was a learning experience. I, I got to mess around in the GX, and it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the car. Um, had no problems with it. Uh, although, I did learn that I had a lot of lights missing. <laughs> and by missing, I mean they, they were burnt out. So, total damage control from um, just like guys that were actually around me looking at me. Um, one bolt taillight bulb was out um one headlight bulb was out um what else uh two of the daytime running lights were out um both fog lamps were out um what what else what else uh yeah and i think it was just those amber lower corner um lights those were also out so it's just like Pretty much low beams were the only ones that I had, and those were the LEDs that I swapped out. So um, definitely for the GX, I want to build like a platform to sleep in because I think that would be just like dope to be able to sleep like at the track and relax. That and um, I also want to get on the rear tailgate like there's those uh drop down tables i've seen like a couple of them that look kind of cool so i kind of want to get those with my tax refund once that comes in and um oh so 
and again, not talking crap about the previous owner because he did an awesome job with the car. is awesome in every respect. But the rear toe hitch, I don't know why, but it's that U-style one that goes bolted into the frame rails. And it's only rated for about like 65,000 pounds or something. And I'm like, dude, like I got this thing so that I can tow with it and the freaking... Um, what is it? The U-Haul trailers, the those things themselves are like twenty five hundred pounds. Plus the EG is like, without me in it, it's probably like twenty two or twenty one hundred pounds. So I'm like, dude, this is such a shitty setup. And apparently the stock ones, it just goes bolted into the rear crash beam or the rear frame, with like eight bolts or something like that, and it's just like this like square box looking thing so i think i'm just gonna order that from ebay and get like a factory one that someone took off their forerunner or whatever and just get rid of this giant u thing because it also makes it like hard to put like the um stock spare wheel back in there and that's even with the factory size like my buddy calvin is running i think he's running like a two 75 because i think stock is 265 65 uh 17 and i think he's running like a 275 or 2 280 and 70 something like that because he just picked up a set of maxes i think they they were on sale and he was able to pick up like a decent set of like knobby tires for like 800 bucks um so yeah like dude gx's are fucking dope like I, I don't know how else to put it. Um, I like the fact that they're narrow. I like the fact that they're um, SUVs, luxury SUVs. So they're super like comfortable and whatnot. I, I just, I'm a believer, man. GXs are dope. And I know um, <laughs> it's uh, a 2004. Uh, I think the first year they came out was in 2002. So I can clearly state right now that yeah they're pretty cool like sure there's tons of youtube and other podcasts who have probably talked about how awesome the lexus gx470 is but here at the race ff podcast you can we can finally say gx470s they're pretty cool (laughs) oh man um so yeah uh in terms of track stuff um we're gonna we're currently prepping for um for essentially grid life in uh march which is already coming up man it's next month um so that will be our next track event i'll be there both days instructing helping out um adam as much as i can um and i'll be taking my silver car for that event and then we're back to our regularly scheduled um back of the pack um fighting for uh fighting to not be lapped um in the eg uh in april so yeah it's again trying to get caroline enough seat time and so far guys no updates on what was the cause of the car uh dying it's uh kind of a mystery but uh, after talking to my buddy uh, Ziegler, I think 
I just have to start looking at the grounds inside of the harness for the dash and then looking around uh, just grounds all over because something's wrong. And upgrading the the distributor with like the if you guys haven't already seen my instagram page for the spare dizzy that i got from the junkyard and i'm upgrading the igniter coil for the accelerator one or i forget what brand name it is and the igniter with like the oem japanese one that i got from rocket motorsports shout out to them they're freaking awesome super patient always giving me like pointers on engine builds and stuff that i can do and dynos and mufflers and whatever so yeah um that's kind of be kind of the next thing that i have to do with the eg and finally finally after a good while i will be able to order my ASR rear sway bar. And I'm going, according to Lowbuck and a bunch of other people that I've been talking to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and get the uh, big boy, the 120 wall thick freaking ASR rear sway bar. And we're going to go with that and do as much as we can with what we have. And uh, yeah, just keep pushing. Um, I'm still going to be running staggered for right now, um, just to figure it out, just to get uh, more heat into the rear tires and uh, to give me a little bit more confidence uh, going out there when it's a little cold. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll just keep going. We'll keep chucking along. We'll do as best as we can with what we have and just, uh, just uh, do what we do. Um, you know, trying to improve every single event. I do feel like focusing a little bit more at Big Willow. It's going to be kind of key given that um, the EG is not going to get a final drive or an LSD just because of parts availability and just how hard it would be to get like a spare transmission because I'm still like haven't been able to find one at the junkyard. And <clears throat> yeah, we we also might be getting some high fee parts. Some parts that low ball sack would even be like, damn, like those are some those are some cool parts. So hopefully by the by the next uh, episode, we'll have an update with some like cool parts that I got for the EG that are completely unnecessary. But yeah, um, getting the ASR rear sway bar. Um, also, I'm going to be replacing the ripped front tow hook. PSA, don't get cloth um, tow hooks. Apparently, with the sun, they degrade and rip. Because when Caroline was stuck, uh, the one that we have, I won't say the manufacturer of it. Those that know, know. Um, it, uh, it ripped. And, you know, the car's garage for pretty much a majority of its life. And, yeah, like, I don't see why this should have failed, especially if it's a garaged car and it's not out there being a daily driver. And, yeah, it just ripped. It didn't It didn't hold on. So that's uh, quite, quite, um, that's really sad. 
So I'm going with the full metal one from ASR for the front toe hook, just so that I can have it more easily accessible for the um, toe guys. And then uh, with the help of uh, 404 Civic, shout out to that guy, um, I have a muffler and I'm going to be looking to do a V-band on it and make a quick disconnect, make the little... Um, Make that guy a little bit lighter by taking the muffler off when I'm out on track and having the muffler still for when we go out to um, Laguna Seca, which is still the goal for um, this year is to get Caroline to compete in time trials at Laguna Seca, which apparently looking at uh, TT6 in NorCal, it's popping. Like they have some killers out there. Like last year's championship, um, like the top four guys were pretty close to each other. So that's really impressive because over here in SoCal, it's pretty much Caroline and Debbie and like maybe one or two people that like jump in every once in a while. But yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of slim picking. So I'm going to try and see if uh, we can get those guys from, uh, what is it from the, um, front four to see if we could do like a crossover event or maybe I can go out and, whenever they do like an event kind of closer to me um, to see if I could sign up with them and uh, do that. But yeah, more stuff coming up. Um, Ziggler and Calvin and I have been talking about uh, new, like an, um, doing a, an actual 24 hour race with uh, 24 hours of lemons. So that's something that we're all kind of excited about. Um, but that would involve us going all the way to High Plains in Utah. So it's uh, kind of a <laughs> going to be kind of a stretch. Um, I don't have a lot of PTO, paid time off. And by that, I mean I have no PTO because I'm a contractor. And uh, that's going to be kind of a, a lot to ask to try and do that. So I might have to fly out over there and abandon the guys on the drive over which is gonna suck but you know with that that is this episode sorry it was late guys um i was just completely burned out and i didn't um i just didn't uh, plan for it and um i really wanted to talk about like the experience with the gx and how like a little taste of what it was like sleeping in it and hanging out in it overnight was going to be like so i'm excited about it there's like a couple more mods i want to do to it i'm already buying led uh of <laughs> uh, what is it uh high beams and low beams so i'm going to be that annoying guy but they have projectors so they're dope anyways guys um thanks for the support thanks for listening and um yeah i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and share uh, this uh, nonsense if you feel like you want to do that. Thanks, guys. See you next Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs>